Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Thousand Wise. I'm your host Shenting. When you visit a traditional Chinese garden or take a tour at some famous Chinese scenic spots, you'll probably see a special kind of outdoor framework known for its uniqueness: the pavilion. Personally speaking, it is one of my favorite traditional structures to symbolize the Chinese image, as it not only possesses a graceful figure, but also many cultural connotations. So today, let's talk about the Chinese pavilion. In the Chinese language, the pavilion is called Ting, which shares the same pronunciation with another character meaning stop. So from this reason. We could easily understand why, in ancient China, the pavilion was first built along the road or path to provide travelers a place to stop and take a rest. But what if I built a small hut for journeyers to rest? Is that also a pavilion to the Chinese people? Well, a Chinese pavilion is typically built of either wood, stone, or bamboo. It may take several forms: square. Triangle, hexagon, octagon, a five-petal flowers, a fan, and so on. But to differentiate a pavilion from other structures, it must have columns to support the roof, but no walls. Again, I want to stress there are no walls, since this is probably the most distinctive feature for a Chinese pavilion. And because of this architectural feature. A Chinese pavilion is more regarded as a place for people to enjoy the coolness of summer. Consequently, a Chinese pavilion is always called as Liangting in Chinese, meaning the cooling pavilion. Gradually, such architectures have been widely constructed in parks, scenic spots, on mountain slopes to command the panorama, or at the lakeside to create picturesque images by the water. So in this respect, they not only provide a place for sightseers to enjoy a beautiful view, but also become a part of the landscape. Besides the wayside cooling pavilion that provides weary travelers with a place of rest and shelter from the summer sun, there are other pavilions with various functions. The steely pavilion gives a roof to a stone tablet to protect the engraved record of an important event. Sometimes we can also see pavilions standing on some bridges or over water wells. The former provides people a shelter as well as a viewing platform on bridges, while in the latter, dormer windows are built to allow the sun to cast its rays into the well. As it has been the belief that water untouched by the sun would cause disease. Occasionally, one finds two pavilions standing side by side like twins, such as those in the Temple of Heaven's vast park in Beijing. These twin pavilions were built during the reign of Emperor Qianlong of the Qing Dynasty to congratulate his mother's 50th birthday, with its flat shape mimicking a pair of peaches that imply the wish of longevity. Although you can detect pavilions nearly everywhere around China. There are four of them enjoying the most popularity throughout the country that shouldn't be missed if you travel to China or at least have the opportunity to visit one of them. The Old Drunkard Pavilion is located at Langya Mountain in East China's Anhui Province. 
Claiming to be most famous in China, it owes much of its fame to an essay written by Ouyang Xiu, a renowned man of letters of the Song Dynasty about 1,000 years ago. Entitled The Story of the Old Drunkard Pavilion, the essay depicts the beauty of the natural mountain landscape and the happiness of the writer and his friends, as well as the common folks living nearby. In the Chinese capital of Beijing, you can also find a famous pavilion named Tao Ran Ting, as Tao Ran means happy and carefree. Built in 1695, the pavilion was famous even back during the Qing dynasty. It is said that the name of Tao Ran was taken from a line of the famous poet of the Tang dynasty, Bai Juyi. Every year during the Chinese New Year, a temple fair is held at Tao Ran Ting Park offering a great way to experience the Chinese Spring Festival's traditional customs. From Beijing, let's head southward to central China's Hunan province, where we can find the Aiwan Pavilion at the foot of Yuelu Mountain. Aiwan, meaning loving dusk, is also taken from a popular poem line composed by Du Mu, a Tang Dynasty poet. Since the poem describes the beauty of the red foliage in late fall, you can imagine what the Aiwan Pavilion enjoys its fame for. As I'm sure you guessed, the red leaves. Undoubtedly, the best season to visit this pavilion is in late autumn, when the mountains are all covered with maple leaves that paint everything red. Last but not the least, Let's go to visit the Orchid Pavilion located in Shaoxing city of East China's Zhejiang province. This pavilion has got its worldwide fame thanks to a famous calligraphic work named after it by Wang Shizhi, known as the Sage of Chinese Calligraphy. In front of the pavilion is the famous wandering stream called Qushui. In Wang Shizhi's time, he and his friends sat on both sides of the wandering stream and would set a Chinese drinking cup in the flowing water. And the person before whom the cup stopped would compose an impromptu poem or drink the wine. Oh, how I wish I could join such an interesting game in those days. Except, I'm afraid, I would just be a lush on that occasion since I'm no poet. But hey, one can dream, right? Well, I suppose that's all for this edition of A Thousand Wise. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.